Welcome to Not Takes. My name is Matt. My name is Mary. And on this show, we both find two hot takes about a specific topic on the internet that neither of us have heard before and discuss. And then at the end, we will have our own personal hot takes that, again, neither of us have heard. And today's topic is Harry Potter. And now we are only talking story and characters, nothing real life, no terrible or stupid quotes from any authors or anything. So that being said, Mary, why don't you uh, tell us about your history with the story and universe of Harry Potter? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I um, read the first book in first grade, which is uh, too young, much like my experience with The Hobbit. Uh, People just gave me books and I read them. And I don't think that's too young for the first one. I, I guess it probably was Clearly wasn't. for you, it wasn't. It was not for me. I was a super reader. Now I didn't, don't read, so I, I wasted it all. Uh, yeah, I read it, and I was like, this is dope. Loved it. And uh, continued to read them all whenever we'd go to, like, the little Barnes & Noble release parties at midnight, get the new book. So um, I, I, wanna, I mean, I, I would say a majority of the movies at midnight, probably not the first, like, three but after that, for sure. Um, I'm a big fan of the Harry Potter Lego video game, as I am with just all Lego video games. Well, not all. I've played a couple I don't like, but Harry Potter Lego video game rules. It's probably my favorite. No. Nice. Lego Batman 3, my favorite. I don't know. <laughs> They're all my favorite. They're all really good. I love Harry Potter. Haven't been to Harry Potter Wizarding World yet want to go haven't done it yet will eventually but yeah i love harry potter um big fan yeah about it nice once again mine's fairly similar um i think once it started really kicking off um like what i think the books at least the first book had probably been out for a couple years or a year or two when we first got it um but yeah, our, I believe like aunts and uncles had essentially sent us uh, the first, first one, the first three, I think in a sh- relatively short period of time. Um, and we used to always essentially my, we were, I mean, we were pretty young. Uh, my, my mom would just read them out loud to my brother and I. So that's how I experienced like every single one the first time. Cause we just kind of kept the tradition going. Um but yeah, like you, we got super into it super quick and um, did some midnight book releases. I don't know if we did any midnight movie showings, but I remember waiting online for the second movie for Chamber of Secrets. And again, still quite young when that came out. And my mom had told me we were going to see the Santa Claus too, which we had the VHS of the first Santa Claus and we loved it, but I, for whatever reason, it, it, it was a weird, like it had been long enough. The se- even then I knew the second, I was like, this doesn't look good, but I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Right. Santa I'm, Claus I'm, two is good. I think okay. you can have Santa I Claus three, actually, which is bad. No, I haven't seen either of two or three. No, two, but... is, two is good. I'll stand up for Santa <laughs> okay. Claus two. Well then it probably would have been fine, but I, I think I was old enough to have like 
felt bad about being a brat about certain things where it's like, Oh, I didn't actually want to do this or whatever. So I was like, it's like, all right, well maybe this, this will be fun. We're going to a movie, whatever. And then when we got there and we were, we got into a line in the theater and I was like, this is weird that there's this many people to see Santa Claus too. And then my mom was like, surprise, we're here to see Harry Potter. And I was like, ah, <laughs> like freaking out. So that was really cool. Um, also, I did not have the Lego games, but speaking of Chamber of Secrets, the uh, Chamber of Secrets video game I had on GameCube and at my dad's house, we had the PC version, which is like a different game. So good memories of that too. Anyway, been a fan the whole time. I've reread the books at points and I just, yeah, I love it. And um, mostly I love kind of like the humor that's in it, just the sort of whimsy and just yeah. quippy British stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm just, this is a total aside, but I had, I did not know that the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus 2 are separated by eight years. Well, that's when what I'm you saying. said that, I was like, man, wouldn't that have been out already? Like, I get, but I guess you could fool a kid. But no, no, the Santa Claus 2 came out in 2002, and they both have like pretty bad Rotten Tomato scores, which is ludicrous. The first one, even? It's 73, which is not bad, but it's not that good. I mean, man. it's a weird 90s movie. Like, if we're going into this aside, like, and again, since we're not talking about real life stuff, no commentary on Tim Allen, but like, yeah, sure. The. The first one I enjoy, and there's a couple parts that, like, as a kid were hilarious to me, just for very weird, specific kid reasons. But it's an extremely weird movie, and oh, it's yeah. just it's it's kind accidentally of accidentally murders Santa Claus. And, and is very heavily hinted that the elves set it up, too. Yeah. Like, the, and just murder for hire, basically. Yeah, it was just one of those weird like. It is a, if you like think too hard, yeah, it is weird. And I, well, I guess even, I haven't thought not about even that. Just the vibe, the music, everything <laughs> oh, yeah. about it is just a little unsettling, which might That's, have been the yeah, point. In which case, probably. bravo. But Santa anyway, Claus two has fifty six percent, which is I just don't. I mean, it's better than fifty six percent, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we're not talking about the Santa Claus or the Santa Claus two. Exactly, you know? weird. I like both of them. We were talking. Oh, and I, I did mean to say to to brag on you a little. I have been to Wizarding World, although mm-hmm. as like a massive Star Wars fan, I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge. So like that's that's my- like so new though. Right. So, but like, that's you know, my like price. I don't know. Just being like, oh, I'm yeah. still not yeah. to do that. But Wizarding World slaps. It is really cool. Um. Anyway, we'll get to a uh, a parks episode soon. Because we're we're all, our whole friend group is pretty interested, at very least interested in parks, if not mm-hmm. like involved. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a teaser for another time. So I will start us off with our first internet take, and um, I'll be honest, finding some like good takes that weren't just I hate this character or I don't like this character was like weirdly difficult. Although you and I look in different places, so I think we're gonna yeah. find different things. So my first one from Reddit and says Harry breaking the elder wand at the end of the last movie makes more sense than in the book when he just puts it back in the tomb. And I chose this because more and more I've been seeing people 
kind of critique the movies in very valid ways and realizing that a lot of the stuff that I love about the universe and the, the stories is not specific only to the books, but exists in, in obviously in its fullest form in the books. And so I'm like, it's easy to be like, Oh, they didn't do this or they, they didn't do this or whatever about the movies. But this one was something that I feel I agree with this take that it, it makes more sense. Um, and a lot has been made about changes in the final like climax of deathly hollows part two. Um, but yeah, it makes sense. And this boy person pointed out, um, that it just kind of symbolizes that it's just the wand. It's not like worth the danger to keep this thing around. Um, and it shows symbolically, like you can just break it. It's, it's this legendary thing, but it's still not as important yeah. or as strong as the people. Um, and if Harry puts it back in Dumbledore's tomb, I guess we should start all these by saying spoilers, but who's wow. going to watch this without knowing these stories? And, or by watch, I mean, listen, because we are not putting the videos of these up right now. Definitely. Um, but anyway, if Harry puts it back in the tomb, he's the last owner. And if he at any point in his life gets disarmed, technically that I think that means, or at least the commenter posited that that means anyone could just roll up and take the elder yeah. wand at, at any point after that. I think they'd have to kill him. No. Cause he, 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 you, as long as you take it in a duel, cause he gets it from Malfoy basically. Right. Isn't that no? I'm mixing up some plot lines, but they do establish that the winning the winning wands you don't have to kill the person. I thought for the other one you did, but I don't know. I thought because he gets it because Snape gets it because he kills Dumbledore. I don't know why I have right. to make the um swish and flick motion when I said <laughs> that, but I did. Um, he kills Dumbledore and then, but nobody kills Snape. So how does Harry get it? No, well, wait, no, 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 no. Voldemort gets it because he kills Snape. That's right. I think. I don't know. It regardless. I, Either yeah, way, this is, you, this is like, not helping somebody, our case. To somebody remember. could like get it easily ish. Like it, right. it could be gotten. <laughs> yeah. The point being that, yeah, it would be extremely irresponsible. So yeah, I guess it kind of just comes down to that. But I just thought it was interesting that something that's a pretty significant addition to yeah. the movie when you think about it it definitely makes sense yeah yeah i would agree i think that's i think that's true and like i kind of liked how it was very casual in the movie they were like ron and hermione were like what are you gonna do with it and he was like throw yeah, it over the he, side he's like i am done with all of this i mean technically not because if he becomes an horror but like at least this specific thing he's like nothing this can't be a positive thing no like yeah i mean let it's, me, it's only gonna cause it off more this trouble bridge. yeet it off this bridge that is like not really used in any of the other movies but i guess it's there i don't know i think it's like just looks so different because of the destruction that too yeah but anyway what is your first uh internet harry potter hot take so my first one um, is uh, from Twitter, and it's 
sort of a, I, I think it's from like a person who's like a sports account, but we're just doing some Harry Potter hot takes. And they said one more Harry Potter slash sports hot take. Why is Crumb slimming it up in the twi- in the Triwizard Tourney? Dude's a Wonderkin international Quidditch player. Why is he still playing high school sports? <laughs> Which number one, I just thought was very funny. So shout out to, I'm not going to name him, but good job, guy who tweeted that. But uh, also, I've always thought that too. Like, I just thought, like, to bring it to a real world example, I just like, it, I feel like it would be like LeBron. Like, if he, I mean, it's he wouldn't be, have been allowed to, but like just like playing a college intramural game while he was in the NBA just for fun, which would be. I silly. think, uh, I think I totally get what you're saying, but I think that because the Triwizard Tournament is this like ancient thing, it's almost cl- a better comparison would be like the Olympics. I get, yeah, that's, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But it's weird to me that he even still goes to school. Like, why is he still at school? Hey, I mean, they, I don't know what the specific rules are, but I know some different leagues have, like, you have to go to at least a year of college or this Mm, or that. So it might be something like that. But I think it's just, I mean, there's plenty of story reasons, like uh, storytelling reasons, I mean. Um, But also, like, they kind of imply, I don't remember if it was just that, like, there was a language barrier or if they imply that Chrome is, like, kind of stupid. Oh, I think he's supposed to be a little, at least a little stupid. Yeah, so like, like maybe he jock. like really needs to yeah like still be in school. Like he's a really good guy, but he's like only ever focused on Quidditch. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's he's like the dude in any like high school movie. He's like, I just want to play basketball. Okay, I don't have time for girls right now. Which I mean, to be fair, like if I had if I had been really good at basketball or football or lacrosse or any of the things that I was not actually good at, I would only, I would of course only, cause I enjoyed doing them anyway. So like if, if I could just do that, that's what yeah. I would do. And fair, fair. Dude, dude's got two. Well, no, he doesn't. I was going to say he has two cups, but he does not cause they lose in the <laughs> Quidditch World Cup and he loses the other one. He doesn't have any cups. Dude's a loser. No, cu- no cups for Crom. Yeah, not yet. I bet he gets one later probably He's they might that might even be something that gets mentioned later i don't remember isn't there gonna be a quidditch movie tv series there's like something i don't know something. but but you would think so like it's it'd be it's crazy that it hasn't happened yet I'm gonna look that up. and like especially because uh i remember back uh, early early book and some like only the first movie or two had come out they made like the little small companion books for Quidditch through the ages and fantastic beasts and where to mm-hmm. find them. And they're Bad awesome. Book. And it's like, Oh, so they're, they sort of made a movie about fantastic beasts and then very quickly dropped that in favor of half-assing prequel stuff. But like, it's like, I, I remember when they first announced fantastic beasts, I was like, it's very weird that they went to that and not the Quidditch stuff first. But yeah, a series, especially if they like, I mean, I don't know how they would do it because you can't really do like full mockumentary or whatever, like uh, in Harry Potter, because they don't really do film cameras (laughs) in that that kind of thing. But that I would love an anthology about Quidditch. Call Call it Quidditch through the ages and each episode is Quidditch in a different historical era. 
hire us warner brothers how has nobody come up with that i mean i'm sure a million people have come up with that idea but how has nobody gotten that greenlit yeah that's a really good idea put that shit on hbo yeah that would be have a whole episode about crumb in his later years yeah you could have old crumb and then yeah talking about that and then you could have i don't remember when they said what year they said because quidditch is like several hundred years old right yeah thousands if not thousands i was right so i was just on the harry potter wiki page of it one second so the book quidditch through the ages was released in 1952 but quidditch itself I could click is old. Um, this is like not giving me any dates here, but I think it's ancient. Right. So then, yeah, you could, you'd have like infinite famous time periods to yeah. choose from. You That'd could even cool. do more than one season because you could go back and be like, okay, we did like Quidditch during the time of the ancient Romans, but we did, we haven't done yeah. like, druid quidditch yet or something sure i think they should do it they should um pay us for our idea absolutely and then do it the very least cast us in the show yeah we have Um, no acting experience but i'm sure we could make it work sure i i doubt it for myself i'm not a good actor (laughs) but i mean train me sure i'll be i'll be in the background <laughs> all right no, I, yeah I, I have nothing to say about that other than it does it it like i when i read that i was like yeah that doesn't make sense and then you said like two words and i was like wait it does make sense <laughs> so yeah i was, think uh i think the original tweet was more uh, was more uh was leaning balls. towards the joke yeah which it is a good bit i'll give them that and to maybe perhaps to a muggle they would think the same thing not knowing the yeah. history not having the narrator history of the Triwizard Tournament being this ancient rite of passage. Which I'll just insert that the uh, fourth book and maybe even the fourth movie are like my favorites part because of that, because of a lot of things. But all I do really like the Triwizard Tournament for some reason. Like I really like it and it I like it for a similar reason that I love or... My Hero Academia, we mentioned a couple episodes ago, reminds me specifically a lot of that because it's just that whole like this ridiculously dangerous thing that kids are doing. And it's like kids from different walks of life coming together and and that kind of thing. Like that's that's just the the fun adventure, but also insane vibes of both of those things. Um, But yeah, so my second my second hot take, I think, is a lot hotter than these first two. And I'm going to do a little bit of re... I'll say what they said, and then I'll reword it to a broader thing that I think we can discuss. They said, I hate Gilderoy Lockhart more than I hate Umbridge. And Ooh. which to me reads also as the hot take version is Lock- Lockhart is a worse person than Umbridge, which like or just is worse i'll say yeah and i feel like that i can't that's crazy like lockhart is a terrible person of course yes but he is not 
he is not like a sadist or anything yeah yeah i mean i've heard that like it's pop it's a popular hot take to say that umbridge is worse than voldemort which like i could get on board with if i really thought about it i think (laughs) like just like surface level like obviously like i don't know but regardless but she's bad she's very bad she's like she's the like i mean especially in the last in the seventh movie it's very heavily like doing a doing a third reich uh parallel with like the printing of the nazi like propaganda like she's the the uh what's his hmm. she's the goebbels of that's it (laughs) she's the goebbels (laughs) and voldemort's definitely the well i don't even know voldemort's not even the hitler he's worse i don't that seems mm, well i'm not even just i didn't go down that road yeah it's never it's never helpful to anything to compare anyone to hitler Hitler, it's bad (laughs) and other people can be bad too uh anyway (laughs) right i mean not that that comparison isn't like supposed to be there but um anyway yeah no i don't agree yeah lockhart is bad but he's not like he's like defrauding people but like and he's like taking away from some kids like education but he's not like killing people or like maiming them yeah well, exactly. not intentionally I mean, anyway he exactly doesn't, he like, doesn't want that to happen he just lets it because he's stupid and he's well he's incredibly selfish and obviously narcissistic in a in like i mean both of them are narcissists but like um yeah lockhart to be fair like you could say like oh him not teaching defense against the dark arts properly could get people killed because there are like dark wizards coming back but at that point no one really believes that so um although i mean stuff's going down with the the chamber of secrets during that year so i think i think it's probably mentioned that it's like we we need this more than ever but this guy like can't yeah. teach us and of course is lying about all the adventures he's had but yeah like you said it's not the same as not even printing like racist pure blood propaganda like genocide stuff like she does but even before that she is like I mean, literally torturing children. Yeah. And um, and the thing, the icing on that that terrible cake is that she does it. She speaks and acts in a way that is probably the most relatable for like anyone in the world of almost any Harry Potter character of like everyone has had a terrible person like that who they've met. And it's um in the the like you mentioned the po- very popular hot take that she's more evil than Voldemort or at least is more representative of real life evil cuz she is the banality of evil like the evil that does not that thinks that not even thinks it's good just doesn't really care and is like thinks it's normal and that yeah. kind of thing um and yeah man I think it's like an evil she's an evil bureaucrat yeah she's a bureaucrat and the the worst type of teacher like uh, I obviously I didn't have anyone as bad as as Umbridge but I definitely 
have had very self-important, self-righteous teachers. And I think most people have. Um, So it triggers that sort of childhood anger Mm -hmm. along with your actual like moral (laughs) anger over the thing she's literally doing. So it's more layered, whereas Voldemort is supposed to be scary. Yeah. And like a boogeyman where she's like, oh no, this, this person exists. And you're right. supposed, and societally, a lot of times you're supposed to just deal with them, but it's like, maybe you should not, maybe you yeah. should call them out. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I disagree with the, the take, but yeah, I agree with you. It's, uh, and, and that's actually, that's another thing. Like we both disagree with the take, but what, how different is this person's life? Like, what is their perspective like? Right to that that Lockhart irks them in a way because like especially in the movie and and honestly a ton in the book Lockhart is funny like he's a funny character because he's a doofus and he's like kind he's almost like a Johnny Bravo like which is a weird reference but yeah I see that big hair like ladies man who is actually inept like absolutely um, (laughs) and and so it's like okay I could see I could see how someone would hate that archetype if they had someone like that in real life who wronged them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe they maybe they never had a teacher like Umbridge. I don't know. So it could just be a difference in perspective. I feel like a lot of his like in the especially in the movie, like a lot of his scenes were kind of like when he was fucking up, it was like funny. Like the pixies with like Neville hanging from the chandelier. <laughs> Shit. Like that's just gold. And like Harry Potter, like breaking his arm and then he makes it all floppy. Like, especially like the age we were when like Chamber of Secrets came out. It's like 2002 or what, like we're nine. Like a floppy arm is very funny to a nine-year-old for sure. Oh yeah. And, and that's, speaking of that, that's one of those specific parts where like, I think they do it great in the movie, but it just hits even harder in the book because of just the way it's described and so much of like the dry humor. Something I want to do, as our, our as like a bonus at the end that someone like compiled how they were like harry might be the funniest character in the whole series like all of his like sass oh, and there's yeah. so many good ones but um, some, some of harry's little one-liners are just are just absolute gold have you ever seen that there's like absolute. a video someone made like a someone made a youtube video where they just they cut um they made a trailer of the sixth movie order of the phoenix and just like cut it to be like a quirky uh, romantic comedy. And it's so funny. And it looks <laughs> perfect. It's just... Is it, is it, oh, it's, it's, is it from Half-Blood Prince where he's on the Felix Felicis and he's, That's it. and he's like, yeah, he's all goofy. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that whole sequence is comedy gold. I yeah. think it was played amazingly in the book, but like, that's one thing the movie might have heightened yeah. in a really good way. That movie did. That's okay. Daniel Radcliffe just killing oh, yeah. That movie, I feel like it was very perfect. I misspoke for the sixth. I said the sixth movie and then I said the title of the fifth movie. Whatever. Half-Blood Prince, right? Uh, like they did a really good job with that movie being a little mo- more like funny and just a little, I mean, even though it was dark, it was like, yeah. I mean, they're all relatively dark. But, like but they, yeah, they, they got a little bit a mass back. murderer, but... <laughs> It was, I think, because they knew it was their last chance to get like school yeah, hijinks exactly. in there. Before, so they're like, "Let's do this." Up. 
yeah before because they're they don't even go to hogwarts the last year so which to be fair like that which i think that's still a cool plot point that the the school becomes basically this like re-education camp and all like that that's a whole other thing that i i here's this isn't my final hot take but hot take i like the camping sections of of deathly hallows a lot of people book and movie don't people don't like it i like them i don't know i i i they i don't i think they think it's slow or whatever but i oh there's so much i think it's just again the internet anything that is not like exactly what would happen in real life or like moving the plot forward immediately is apparently a plot hole so yeah my like my my lukewarm take related to that is like I like when they dance to Nick Cave on the radio. Like I know yeah. everyone, like people really hate that. They're like it's so corny. Why? Isn't um, that in the book too? That happens. Um, they do dance. Yeah, I don't know. I think people said it was like drawn out. I don't know. I thought it was sweet and just like very much was like you. That's the kind of thing you would need in that situation. Like you're traveling around. You don't know what you're doing. You're fucking 17 or whatever. Like you need a little, a little lightness in your life. Exactly. And that's exactly what it is. It's, it's the power of, of friendship and, and that their, their love for each other as friends, which again, I think there's a whole other series of hot takes about shipping and stuff, but yeah, the fact that they can have this moment and yeah, I think it works. So I agree with your lukewarm take as well. Yeah. So what is your final internet take? So this is a tweet. And the person says, my hot take is that if Harry Potter is still your favorite series in 2022, you probably haven't read anything since you were 14 and you should change that. And this kind of take really irritates me. I know we said all our takes were going to be Harry Potter story related and I forgot already. But (laughs) no, but this, I think there's a, there's some... (laughs) it still kind of fits because this is there and uh, all my takes have been from reddit because that's how i know how to find stuff easier for things like this but i i'm so over so much about that website but there is a whole subreddit i believe it's called like read another book and it's purely to make fun of people who talk about harry potter like and and granted some of the things they post when people are like talking about Harry Potter when it's really inappropriate. Sure. Yeah. But I cringe subreddits do nothing for me anyway, but, but yeah, it's like we've read other, and I I wouldn't say it's my favorite book, but I still love the books. And it's like, they're not just because they're technically young adult books and like, yeah, maybe there are other books that are written better in certain ways, but like, they're not like less legitimate or whatever. Yeah. Like, if anything, I would, I don't know. They think it's like the Da Vinci Code or something where it got huge, even though it's like well, a shit tastic like book. Da Vinci Code, okay. <laughs> fair, fair. And that's cool. And it's like, if you like it, you like it. Yeah. But like the literary criticisms, I feel like there are so many other books that you could criticize even more from a literal literary perspective. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I mean my favorite book which is a more like booky book was like a book I read when I was 13 which once again I always read way past my age I was a definitely like an adult book and not a young adult book it's 
called Everything is Illuminated by Jonathan Safran Foer. It's a great book. It's my favorite book. Uh, and uh, Elijah Woods is in the movie adaptation, which is also great. That's why I've it takes heard place of it. in Ukraine. Interesting. And I've been need meaning to, watch to rewatch it. Um, but I mean, and that's like, what, if I said to someone that that's my favorite book, that would be like it, to this person or a person who feels like this about Harry Potter, like they would accept that. But I also read that like when I was 13. So what's the difference? Exactly. Like I just, I liked that book. I like Harry Potter. I like serious books. I like pulpy mystery books. I don't read that much. All I read these days is pulpy mystery books. Cause that's the only thing that keeps my attention. But you know, I mean, just whatever, just like what you like, man, just let people live. I'm really like someone introduced me. I think it it might've been you talking about the phrase, don't yuck other people's yum. (laughs) I just really like that phrase. First of all, it's fun to say. And also just like, it's so true. Just like uh, whatever. If somebody likes something and it's not like harming people. Yeah, that's the only thing. And and I'm extremely guilty for most of my life of like, telling people I'm like oh but that's bad or whatever and I'm really trying to change it and that phrase like definitely helps sort of put it into perspective in a very simple way another one is like I've seen a lot of things where it's just like I like liking things like I there's yeah. I think that's in a movie or a show recently but I've I heard other people say very similar things um and that's where I've gotten to with a lot of stuff where like, yeah, I'll still overanalyze things like yeah. Harry Potter and Star Wars and all the things we've talked about, but I'm no longer letting flaws kind of detract my uh, yeah. enjoyment unless, like you said before, there's like a moral reason for it. Yeah. Um, which again, we're not going to like really talk about it, but yeah, it's yeah, not worth and- getting into, but I think you could tell from the way we're talking about this you know how we feel about it and like it's also just it's just like been spoken about by people who are smarter than us and i i think there's all we can say is i believe we both feel there's room to enjoy harry potter without agreeing with its creator on things exactly yeah because the story itself is not specifically harmful Exactly. I think it's positive in almost every way. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> but sure. um, everything's I mean, got not everything. Everything's and, got but that they're taking it back to what we were talking about. Not every story or creator is going to be perfect. Um, obviously, you have to draw your own ethical and moral lines. But yeah, like if someone is just like, I like this thing. And like, I mean, Twilight is a good example of like, I think from a personal perspective, and this isn't a hot take, it seems like everything about it is poorly done and just unhealthy in general. Yeah. But if someone likes it and they recognize, but, and they at least recognize that it's not a good example of like a real relationship and it's just purely fictional. Cool. Then they should, if they enjoy it, like there's other, and sometimes people like stuff like myself. And I think everyone to some degree, sometimes you like something not even for the main, like, crux of like not even like oh I like it because it means this or it's about this like sometimes you just like the aesthetics of something and like the story is kind of secondary um that's exactly and I just yeah it's just and and Harry Potter 
became such a thing to our generation. It's like so deeply coded in our beings as people who were young at the time. Like, it's just, it's, I don't think it's like fair to ask anybody to take that away from themselves. Yeah. Or like, like and it's just not. And if it's, it's still like your people. favorite, there's a, there's a million reasons why it could be your favorite. So it's not mm-hmm. like, and, it's, and and if it's someone's favorite, it doesn't mean they think it's the best book in the world either. Like the, yeah. um, like, like my favorite book, or at least for a long time, I said, I don't, I, could, I couldn't quite say what it is now, but for the longest time I said, my, uh, my favorite book was the big red one, which is, or the big red one. I don't know, like, how you're supposed to say that but like the army division and it's a it's world war ii historical fiction book there's a movie with uh mark hamill is actually in the movie um and it's just i think it was just the experience i had reading it it was like right when i was really into like military history and all this stuff but also love storytelling and things like that and it the experience of it like made it stick more than most books yeah and Harry Potter has a lot of that too for literally millions of people. Um, okay. So this is, I'm throwing a little bit of a wrench in it or a little twist. Like when I did that speed round, okay. this is a take okay. that I no longer hold, but I did for a very long time. Okay. 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 And I used to straight up dislike Harry. Oh, same. Just- I went through a big yeah, hate okay. and hairy phase. <laughs> Me, okay, like, so we're yeah, totally yes, the same one. Yes, I I I remember. I don't know. Okay, for the listeners, I have I don't have perfect recall, but I have excellent recall. Okay, so like I remember just too much, and I especially have very good recall for the most embarrassing things I've ever said or done. Of course. And that just probably comes with being like highly anxious. But I remember um, that I used to be very active in just message boards in general, was on a lot of message boards, loved message boards, spent too much time, need to scrub the internet of my presence. Anyway, (laughs) I remember posting on a Harry Potter message board like, fuck Harry. (laughs) And thinking that I was like (laughs) a baller for saying it because I was like, everybody here is such a bitch for harry potter and i'm cool and i don't like him he's too i don't even remember what i i i just i remember saying he was like it's like too good like he could be a more of a rule breaker and i feel like that was before like the fifth book came out because he's kind of a rule breaker in that book that's kind of his whole thing he's a rule breaker in all of them yeah that's why i I mean yeah he's also a little shit i don't know where i thought I, i don't know where i thought i was coming from but I was like 12 and thought I was cool. If so. anything, that's part of the reason I didn't like him. And again, I was some of these hot take types because I was like, none of this would happen if Harry would just, and I believe oh. it was Eber or someone calls it the idiot plot where it's like, oh, yeah. the plot wouldn't happen if someone just told the person they were actively talking to what so was true. happening. And so I hated that. And yeah, it was really just that. And and there were, and I think I hated him for, and I saw a lot of takes like this when I was looking for things of just like, 
he is kind of an asshole to a lot of people around him. Yeah. But you, uh, you forget that like, uh, he's, he's had a very fucked he's a, up he's life. He's a teenage boy. He's had a fucked up life, and he's a teenage hormonal boy who like doesn't yeah. know what the hell's going. Teenage on. boys are bad people. Like that's just yeah. Like, yeah. In general, that's probably true for the most part. Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I've always had like male friends, so I was. I mean, I yeah. I, but around like puberty is like when I got girlfriends because I was like, man, boys are bad people. <laughs> And then I kind of like after like I don't know around from like thirteen to fifteen, I don't know. They're yeah, they're no, like I, I kind of moody. That. They're very moody. Yeah, and he Harry Potter is extremely moody. That's kind of his whole right. personality. And I think that that's kind of I would imagine that's what resonated with us. Just like God, get over yourself. Well, and it, it made it made it made me frustrated because I didn't I didn't think about things enough in a like I don't know I wasn't being empathetic enough first of all obviously I hadn't really learned that to at least now I'm like too empathetic to fictional characters like I get way too sucked in immediately absolutely Um, but I didn't yeah I didn't think about like I could only think of it from the audience perspective and a lot of things when people have hot takes or talk about supposed plot holes forget that like book characters and movie characters don't know a lot of the things that the audience does Mm -hmm. and so you have to like literally imagine seeing it from a first person perspective like literally being there like even watching a first person segment in the movie is not the same as like being in a room and as as vulnerable as you can feel and all these different things yeah so like so many of of these criticisms of like that was so dumb why would they do that or how couldn't they see that coming it's like you're thinking of it from like almost like yeah. a video game thing of like you can see everything around you but when you're just a person everything it's the same as like people who are like oh i wouldn't let such and such happen in real life i would stop the bad guy yeah. or whatever it's like maybe you, some people are capable but you don't it's you don't know what it feels like till you're there and then you're like shit like i i suddenly realize how risky it is to try such and such heroic yeah. action yeah i mean it's like it's like in a lot of true crime stuff which is just like 80 percent of just things i consume is crime related but like in true they'll be like especially especially like 30 minute true crime tv episodes which are some of my favorites but some of the most egregious where they're like we thought this was the suspect because they just didn't act right when we told them their wife was dead. And I'm like, you don't fucking know. Have you been told your wife was dead? Like, how would you act? You don't know. You might just be like very numb or be like in shock. You have no idea. And some people do bring that up, which I'm always like very appreciative of. But like, it's just like that. Like, you just don't like everybody reacts so differently to things. Like, you don't know what you're going to do and you don't know what other people are going to do. And it, whatever, just it's not relevant what you would do because this is what they did yeah especially if you're not like a detective or like yeah the the like profiler yeah now obviously i'm sure there are signs that you can have of like oh, this yeah. is the kind of thing that a murderer would do sure but sure. if it's just you personally or like that's not what i would do yeah obviously it's, it's all it's it's never it's not it's always like just like some it's always like a reporter or like friend of the victim <laughs> they're like i knew he did it because when i 
was with him and I said, oh no, your wife is dead. He was like, yeah, she is dead. <laughs> okay. What? Yeah, maybe he was upset and was being deadpan to try and make a fool of you. Every time we're watching something, my mom would be like, she hates when they tell, like, the we were just watching, like, a Law and Order and somebody, like, they'll go up to the person and be like, hey, not, they don't say hey, like, like, sorry to tell you, like, so-and-so is dead and they'll be like, oh no and then like m- like a minute later they'll be like he was mom was like like you would just talk about them in the past tense automatically which i don't know some people might but uh, i think I'll, yeah i think that's yeah a lot of people i don't know it, it may some people go back and forth and depends on how what you're comfortable saying when you're processing any of that stuff it turned out in this one my mom was right and she did kill the dude though, so right so i mean that <laughs> But the other times, it's not always true, so. Right. Yeah. All right. Time for your your final take before we we go for our our bonus uh, reading at the end here. Yeah, my, I would, my hot take, I don't know if this is, I don't know, whatever. I was trying to preface things and then realized, like, I don't need to. Don't know why. But. I think it would have been, I would have really liked to have seen Malfoy actually like have a redemption. Like, I think it would have been a little more meaningful and I do, I, but I do, I think in the, it's done a little better in the movie than the book, at least from what I, I don't know. I, I did listen to the audiobooks through like two or three summers ago. Let's say 20, I was 2019. So my memory is not that far, I guess, but um, I feel like in the, in the movie, like it's clearer that he's thinking about it. (laughs) Like he's got, he's got it in his mind and I don't, and I don't even think that there's any like specific, anything that would point to it just over his whole story. Cause he's just a shithead the whole time. That's just his personality. But I do feel like, it would have been interesting to see him be like, all right, I'm a shithead, but I'm not this much of a shithead. And like kind of go, especially, but like it is interesting in the movie because you can see like Lucius looking all fucked up. Like he looked, they did such a good job of making Jason Isaacs just look nasty in the past, in the last two movies, just like the way he's like got the stubble and just like, he looks so like cool and like his hair so beautiful in the first six but like in the last two when he's busted you're like oh he's going through it (laughs) this is some shit here and like it would have been interesting to like see Malfoy like kind of go against that because the whole time you kind of I mean from just the second book basically you're like kind of expecting him to be this like ascender to the throne even though he's kind of not smart enough or whatever like he's not you know he's like not the guy but like you know he's like kind of gonna be part of the bad the bad people but it would have been interesting to see him I think have a little more of a redemption and have more of like a come to Jesus moment I just think that would be I could, I, think I, that, that, I mean, it's it, it's kind of irrelevant, but 
that's something I've definitely like kind of always thought about. It's just that I would have liked to see him at least, I don't know, have some kind of concession. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot to be said for any of the options. Cause like, yeah, I think that would have been nice and satisfying. It would have been interesting, definitely sort of satisfying to see him really own up to things, but also, on the, on the flip side, it's like, he's, I don't know. It's like, is he a victim of his family? Like he is yeah. just a kid. And in a sense, I guess that's the point that the canon like yeah. the regular version makes is that like, Hey, he's, he, he, he thinks about it, but he doesn't make the right call because he's surrounded by selfish people. Yeah. And so he doesn't, which it, although again, it's still also a fun slash great story thing to have like, Hey, the person who's been surrounded by selfishness decides to say like, no, I'm going to break the cycle. Like that could, Mm -hmm. like you said, that could be really cool too. Um, But I think either way, I appreciate that he's, he sort of starts to um, he starts questioning things, but you could also say like he it takes way too long, you know, like, like he, he's cool with a lot of the stuff until he start has to start doing it, which yeah. I guess for a lot, if you look at the world for a lot of people, that is what it takes to have it right. directly touch them. I don't know if that's just different personalities or if that's like a legitimate moral failing. I don't know, but I, I guess it does all come full circle to like that. They represent that family represents like, mm-hmm just status and like yeah very much yeah elitism and like they're i mean they're white supremacist like billionaires or whatever so um yeah so it just shows that like that that he has not made himself a person or has and also has not been made into a person who has the capacity to do the not has the capacity because everyone has the capacity to do the right thing, but it's just like, oh, even so Draco like the tools. Knows. Right. He is, he is, I mean, he has to, it, it, it just kind of shows it's, it shows that he's been Harry's rival and this just kind of confirms and what, like that he is, that Harry is the better man, so to speak. Yeah. And here's why is because he's willing to sacrifice himself and Malfoy doesn't. He, mm-hmm. he just, he just kind of goes along quietly, which again is realistically what most people would do when right. faced with like the most powerful wiz- dark wizard ever. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think a good, a lot of people after seeing like their friends die and stuff would you would have enough of that i don't want to say adrenaline because i think that gets overplayed sometimes what adrenaline can do but just the just the conviction like yeah in the moment you know mm-hmm. and just see that it, like i mean and i think a lot i mean you kind of see it with like percy but i'm i was it, on like a flip side like i think it was important that percy didn't really have any redemption because Percy sucks. 
hard. Yeah, there were a lot of hot takes about how Percy's like the best Weasley or something. And I'm like, how do you? Where do you? What, what even? I would put. I don't. You, you never. You Bill is like non-existent, and I would put him above Percy. Of course. I don't know shit about Bill. Bill, Bill is. Bill is freaking uh, Donald Gleason. No, that's Char. Oh shit! I meant Charlie. Excuse me. I. Oh yeah. I think about him so little. I forgot his name. I mean Charlie. Bill's in the movie and. He's around. We love Bill. I'm on Charlie. Charlie, who is he? We'd never see him. We never hear. <laughs> we hear about him like twice. He exists. He's still cooler. That would than be an Percy. incredible Harry Potter comedy if they were willing to get like real weird with the license and have like a, um, like a what's oh god I can't remember the and and because Donald Gleason's in it but the Frank Frank. Like I have a Frank style movie, but just call it uh, Charlie. Charlie, and it's just about him, just and his weird, completely yeah, yeah. unrelated misadventure. Hey, hey, Will Ferrell, this sounds like a pretty good Funny or Die video. We're also available for this. Oh man, we oh man, we got ideas, and we are willing to sell ourselves. Not ourselves. We will sell the ideas, although we would much rather be on the team yeah yeah we got ideas and no real uh gumption to make them happen so <laughs> well that's no, not entirely str- true that's not true no no minimal resources minimal, maximal yeah, that's gumption it. that's it that's what I, that's more what i mean for sure yeah we got ideas call us uh will ferrell and call us wb and hbo absolutely uh yeah um i just i just thought of something else that i was gonna say and i forgot oh well it's gone now but um i just wanted i found this thread that says uh this is a little bonus take it says here's my hot take harry james potter is a contender for wittiest character in the books and here are some highlights and i though i the one-liners and and witty thing like that's just my favorite part of harry potter yeah like the uh there were a lot of hot takes hating fred and george and i'm like that's insane they have so many good bits and i I love me some bits and like like i'm i'm grad and that's forge (laughs) like that that kind of stuff like i don't know maybe it's basic or whatever but i love it yeah uh okay so these are gonna these are witty hairy lines from the books so it says here's the first thing we see of 10-year-old Harry Potter being savage to his abusive family. They stuffed people's heads down the toilet the first day at Stonewall, he told Harry. Want to come upstairs and practice? No thanks, said Harry. The poor toilet's never had anything as horrible as your head down it. It might be sick. Then he ran before (laughs) Dudley could work out what he'd said. And this was it, or my personal favorite, this person's personal favorite. What's this, he asked Aunt Petunia. Her lips tightened as they always did if he dared ask a question. Your new school uniform, she said. Harry looked in the bowl again. Oh, he said. I didn't realize it had to be so wet. Don't be stupid, snapped Petunia. I guess she's washing the, the, the uniform. And then uh, this one didn't get me as much, but I, I, the way it's written, and like I have to give credit to to just the the I don't know. The snappy way some of it's written or or just dry yeah I, and there's the dry humor of just like yeah. you're harry potter luna added 
I know I am, said Harry. <laughs> Neville chuckled. <laughs> and I just like, Neville chuckled. Yeah. Um, and then, if anyone shouldn't go, it's Harry. He's got a 10,000 galleon price on his head. Fine, I'll stay here, said Harry. Let me know if you ever defeat Voldemort, won't you? Um <laughs> <laughs> Harry, don't go picking a row with Malfoy. Don't forget, he's per- he's a prefect now. He could make life difficult for you. Wow, I wonder what it'd be like to have a difficult life, said Harry <laughs> sarcastically. <laughs> and, uh, when the trio was talking about Death Eaters recruiting, and they'd love to have me, said Harry sarcastically, we'd be best pals if they didn't keep trying to do me in. This made Ron laugh. Even Hermione gave a grudging smile. And then <laughs> we, this one's less witty and just straight savage. It's like, we can't forget the absolute destruction of Narcissa Malfoy. Narcissa Malfoy smiled unpleasantly. I see that being Dumbledore's favorite has given you a false sense of security, Harry Potter. But Dumbledore won't always be there to protect you. Harry looked mockingly all around the shop. Wow, look at that. He's not here now, so why not have a go? They might be able to find you a double cell in Azkaban with your loser of a husband. <laughs> I just love him just so like looking, looking around the shop like so leaning good. like I'm trying to think of who I would compare it to, like, but just like maybe like an archer bit where he takes like a oh, yeah. really long time like looking around different oh, yeah. corners and then is like he's not here now. Um and then uh Draco saying being manners potter or i'll have to i'll have to give you a detention drawled malfoy whose sleek blonde hair and pointed chin were just like his father's you see i unlike you have been made a prefect which means that i unlike you have the power to hand out punishments yes said harry but you unlike me are a git so get out and leave us alone (laughs) it's like not even it's that one's not clever either but just because he uses the word git it's hilarious Oh, I don't man. know. I don't know if that would be as funny to British people because yeah. I feel like Git still doesn't get used that much. Maybe, maybe it's not a current thing. Maybe it was in the nineties, but that it's so good. And then uh, another one with Malfoy he says Malfoy glanced around. Harry knew he was checking for signs of teachers. Then he looked back at Harry and said in a low voice, "You're dead, Potter." Harry raised his eyebrows. Funny, he said. You think that have stopped walking around? Malfoy looked angrier than Harry had ever seen him. Felt a kind of detached satisfaction at the sight of his pale, pointed face, contorted with rage. And then <laughs> his aunt and uncle exchanged looks of outrage. Listening to the news? Again? Well, it changes every day, you see, said Harry. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh... This one's just like straight brutal. Harry grinned again. Not as stupid as you look, dud. But I suppose if you were, you wouldn't be able to walk and talk at the same time. That feels like such an old-timey insult. That feels like a 60s Marvel comic like takedown. That's our show. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at NotTakesPod. And you can find us on Spotify or wherever else you stream podcasts and like and subscribe if you can do that on your platform review if you can do that 
I can't keep up with which ones. You can do each action, but go for it. We'll see you next week. See you.